only way you make money in real estate is by lead generating and then following up on it. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Our best ever sponsor, XS Media Inc., creates premier websites, logos, and branding. Every real estate professional needs the right public image to represent their brand. Whether it's a website, logo, or other marketing materials, your online brand needs to be consistent. It is your virtual handshake and first impression. A successful web presence has proven to increase sales and brand awareness. And today, we've got an exclusive offer for you. To the first 10 best ever listeners who mention this ad, you'll receive a free 30-minute consultation. Visit xsmediainc.com today and tell them Joe sent you. That's X as in xylophone, S as in Sam, mediainc.com. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Carla Cross. Hi, Carla. Hello. Great to have you on the show. And Carla is based in a suburb near Seattle, Washington. She's the author of six books and over 20 productivity programs, including Up and Running in 30 Days, which is used by new agents to launch successful careers. She's interviewed and hired and trained thousands of real estate agents, and she's been published over 300 times in major real estate publications. And she is a master at my favorite instrument. So with that being said, Carla, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background, what you're focused on, and the instrument I'm talking about? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I've never been introduced quite that way, but it's a great segue. When I'm speaking, I always uh, I write a little intro that says, what do practice rooms, Brahms, and jazz chops have to do with real estate? According to Carla Cross, everything. And what I was telling Joe in a little known fact is for the first, oh gosh, three decades of my life, I was a practicing and performing musician. I started tickling the Avery's when I was four, and then I took piano, of course. All those years, I played my way, Joe doesn't know this, through college and graduate school and beyond, working in bars and playing with jazz groups. And boy, if you don't think that teaches you human nature, nothing does. <laughs> <laughs> prepare me really well for real estate. But the reason I use that in my intro is to to kind of segue into how do you get great performance no matter what you do. Um, the principles are always the same. And I really learned those principles, which I use in coaching, of course. I learned those not in the world of real estate, but I learned those as a performing musician. I have a bachelor's degree in piano and a master's theory. So that's kind of the little-known fact and a little bit more about my background. So when I went into real estate, of course, I had no business background. And you know, I was hired like um, everyone was hired then, and that was three decades ago to sell real estate. And unfortunately, Joe, they're still hired that way. Here's your desk. Here's your phone. You got any questions, ask me. Well, I was so dumb about it. I didn't even know the questions. But I went right out. One thing I did know was, Actions, the only thing to get to results. So I went right out, started selling real estate, sold the house my first week, sold the house my second week. My first full year in the business, I sold 40 houses. It was truly baptism by fire, but I really learned how to do it. And that's how I got into sales and then 
I went into management to help people because I saw too many failing. And then I started writing the books and the programs while I was managing. So I'm one of those weird people in real estate that actually has test marketed everything in the real world as real estate, real estate agent first and manager successfully for long enough to know what I was doing, which is a total of about three decades in those businesses. So you practice it, you've learned it firsthand, and you learned through the school of hard knocks on how to be successful, what worked, what didn't work, and now you're training and have programs uh, around training real estate agents for how to get up and running and be successful. What are a couple things that you've learned that's helped you and help other people be successful as a real estate agent? Although this sounds simplistic, this is the whole crux of the matter. First, sales is sales is sales. And the only way you make money in real estate is by lead generating and then following up on it. That's the most important message that I can convey. And I think a lot of you out there are interested in real estate as investment. And my experience, and Joe said his too, is you are interested maybe in getting a license and selling real estate. Well, here's the sad truth that lead generation makes or breaks somebody's career. That is going out and talking to people. And I don't mean sitting and waiting. I mean going out and finding them and talking to them. People are making more. Why? Because they treat it like a profession and they go out and lead generate. So that's the biggest principle number one is if you're not interested in lead generating your little heart out, don't bother. You're only going to sell two or three houses. And I think that's also applicable to wholesalers, to people who are wanting to fix and flip, to really anyone in real estate, or let's be frank, anybody in any types of sales position, whether it's real estate or whether you're selling a box of pencils, doesn't matter. It's, it's all about lead generation makes or breaks you. Let's go back to that question that you mentioned briefly. Let's talk about that in detail. Should a real estate investor get a license to be an agent? Well, if that investor is not interested in selling eight to 12 homes a year, I think if they're just doing it for their own interest, do not get a license. If you get a license, then you are beholden to follow all the rules and regs of the state. Not that you would be unethical anyway. Oh, please don't. But you must meet a higher standard of performance than someone without a license. You certainly could take a pre-licensed course to learn all about the laws and that kind of thing. And you certainly could take real estate law classes. But do not take the test to get your license unless you're serious about going into real estate. 50% of agents that go into real estate each year fail. And I will conjecture that another 25% don't make enough money to stay in, but somebody is subsidizing or they have another big source of income. In fact, the National Association of Realtors says the average number of transactions for a new agent is less than three their first year. Well, I don't care how much money you get per transaction for all the time and energy and rejection and work that it takes. Three, no matter what it earns you, is not enough. And by the way, Joe, there are some real estate seminar gurus that tell agents, well, just go back and talk to the people you sold. But what this seminar guru hasn't really told them is you've got to have enough of those happy people to go back to. So if you only have three to five happy people to go back to, 
you can't make a real estate career from referrals. You have to go to other sources of business. You mentioned up and running in 30 days. And by the way, I have an online version, I call it on steroids, of that startup plan and program called Up and Running in Real Estate, eight weeks, which does all the training, the business startup plan, and all the documents and accountability that you need in order to succeed at a high level. So what you don't want to do is get a license to dabble because too many agents do that and that's why the profession gets a bad name and you can accomplish just as much. Go ahead and take a pre-license course. Just don't take the exam. How much time and how much money does it cost to get the license and to be an agent on an ongoing basis? Well, first of all, so far as to get a license, the amount of time you have to spend in pre-license varies anywhere from 30 to 90, 120 hours, depending on the state. This state, I'm in Washington, in this state, you have to take 60 hours of pre-license, and then I think it's in your first year, you have to take another 30 hours. It's somewhat of a commitment in licensing, and then it costs four or $500 to get license start, and it, depending on the company, then you have another few hundred dollars also. I wrote a book for all those thinking of going into real estate career called What They Don't Teach You in Pre-License School, because everybody is shocked when they go to pre-license school, and they learn all this stuff, and they go, wow, I, I can pass the test. I'm going to be a success in real estate. has nothing to do with success in real estate. has to do with putting the right answers on the state exam. Like how many commissioners are there in the real estate commission? That's a question in our state. Guess what? I have never had to tell a client that after I'm licensed. They can care less how many commissioners there are in the real estate commission. All the things you use, or 90%, I should say, of what you learn in pre-license, you're not going to use in practice career. Uh, but it's a way for the state to sift people and have some priorities and commitments. So there's a whole other world that you need to handle. So I've told everybody about that in my ebook, uh, What They Don't Teach You in Pre-License School. I don't care. Buy a few of those kinds of books because you need to know what it really takes Everybody that I interview six months after they go into business says, oh, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. You know, I thought it was easy. I watched you or somebody else, you know, and, and it looked like it was fun, you know, showing people pretty home. And that they, they, they think that's what it's about. But there are lots of skills that you need in order to succeed at a high level. And everybody needs training. So pre-license, you're going to go to 30 to 120 clock hours, depending on the state, what you do to find out is call your Department of Licensing or go online. They'll have all the criteria there. Then find a reputable pre-licensed school. And I think now the best ones are online because all they do is stuff that information into your brain so you can pass the test. There's nothing wrong with being in a classroom except you get to hear a lot of war stories that don't matter when you want to pass the test. But you choose which type you want. And then you study and you pass the license. That's only the first part. Now you have to find a reputable real estate firm. What I'm going to warn you is don't let your ego feel really good because as you interview, they'll all hire you, every one of them. And they'll only ask a couple of questions like, tell me about yourself. They don't even qualify you. They just want a license on the wall 
even though they never tell me that, but I'll look at who they hired. So I want you to be discriminating in the best sense of the word when you go and interview. And there are some important interview questions in what they don't teach you in pre-licensed school. You are not going to learn any of the things that you need, the skills and the knowledge. Now what you have to do when you're in the pre-licensed course is get some really good resources like the book I mentioned and others, read them, figure out a game plan, start interviewing, know the questions you're going to ask, and be very discriminating as to who you go with. Now, the other thing they'll say is we've got training. Everybody says they've got training, but a lot of it is just really not very good. I've written training courses, training and coaching courses for almost all of the international franchises. And so I know what they do. I know how they're good and I know how they fall down. So you have to ask other questions about training. So what are the results? How is it delivered? Am I expected to do something while I'm there? Well, if you're not, then it's not very good training. So you want on-the-job training But don't believe a broker if they say, hey, I'll train you myself because I sell. No, all they'll do is invite you along and you just sit around and watch them. That's not training. That's modeling. So you got to find a really, really good training program, a really reputable broker, and somebody that cares enough about you to support you and coach you to success. Carla, based on your experience, what is your best advice ever for real estate investors? Find the best agent you can. And what you need to do is to write interview questions for that agent. So be sure that you've got the questions like, what is your area of expertise? How many homes did you sell last year? How many listings did you take? Here's a more important question, sold, and how long did they take to sell? So when you choose that real estate agent, you interview them just like you'd interview an attorney or an accountant. Don't just take somebody who's a friend. In fact, if you do work with somebody as a friend, you've got to put that on a business relationship and ask them those questions. All the mistakes are almost made by the public in choosing a real estate agent is that they didn't interview that person on a professional level. You ready for the best ever lightning round? First, a quick word from our sponsor. Our best ever sponsor, XS Media Inc., creates premier websites, logos, and branding. Whether it's a website, logo, or other marketing materials, your online brand needs to be consistent. To the first 10 best ever listeners who mention this ad, you'll receive a free 30-minute consultation. Visit xsmediainc.com today and tell them Joe sent you. That's X is in xylophone, S is in Sam, mediainc.com. Okay, Carla, best ever book you've read? Built to last. Successful Strategies of Visionary Companies by Porus and Collins. It talks about why companies are extremely successful in real life examples. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. Taking piano in high school and early college from awesome piano teacher, Mr. Green, because he taught me to practice perfectly. One of the performance things I teach people is perfect practice, perfect. So that's really important because you practice sloppy, you get sloppy. Best ever success habit you practice? Not being willing to settle for mediocrity. I know as a performer that the first time you place shouldn't be as good as it gets. Too many of us adults think that if we can just get through something, it's good enough. 
So I think one of the reasons that I've attained what I've attained is I never settle for how it goes the first time. I always go, how can I get better? What am I going to do next? So always think about what you want to be at the end, but be willing to start at the beginning and incrementally get better. And then you'll master whatever it is. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? Up and running in real estate because I put that online. It's been out several months. It's the only online course I know for real estate agents to either get them started or restarted with a coaching component. And I'm excited to take that to the next level, really figure out with people who've been taking it what's working and how can I make it better. Because it's the only program that integrates the startup plan, the training, the coaching, the accountability, and that person that that new agent's looking toward for guidance, which is generally their manager. Best ever quote. Remember the little golden book that I used to read that all the time as a little kid? And one of my favorite quotes was, the world is so full of a number of things, we all should be as happy as king. So I always think of that on a bad day, and I think about the, the world of all the wonderful things. I'm looking out right now at the forest that's so gorgeous, and it reminds me to be thankful for what I have and the life that I live. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? <laughs> I've made so many of them. Um, Not taking advantage sometimes of the opportunities that were offered me. How how do you reconcile that now? Because sometimes you might not know it's an opportunity. Then when you look at it in hindsight, it is. So how do you qualify which ones are the right opportunities now that you've kind of identified that? Well, what I've done with it is to realize that you cannot recognize sometimes the right opportunities. There are times in your life when it might have been a great opportunity if things were different. But to be able to take whatever opportunity is there and make it the opportunity you want it to be. Like I was talking about up and running in real estate. That is a great opportunity because it helps so many people. And what I need is to optimize that to its full potential. So the opportunity is there, but it's up to me to optimize it. So when we look at what we have and the decisions we make, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, it's what we do about them that makes the difference in our lives. What's the best ever place to reach you, Carla? You can go to my website, which is www.carlacross.com, because there's a, is a contact page there. Or you can certainly call me at 425-392-6914. Carla, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners. A couple takeaways you answered one of the most frequently asked questions of all investors I come across. And that is, should I get a license as an investor? And the takeaway that I got from that is not if you're going to dabble, but if you're going to do more than eight to 12, as you said, homes a year, and we can probably transfer that analogy to fewer apartment communities a year if you're based on commercial or storage units, whatever. But in this case, let's just talk about homes, eight to 12 homes a year. If you do more than that, then yeah. But if you're going to dabble, then no, it's not worth the time, the focus and the cost that's associated to it. And also the other takeaway is lead generation. And as you mentioned, the only way you will make money in real estate is by lead generating and following up. That is applicable with 
any type of real estate investing strategy. I know that for a fact based on all the people I've spoken to and my personal experience. So I am very grateful for you being on the show, sharing your best ever advice, and we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thank you, Joe. It's been a pleasure. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com, where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes, so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.